Hello, and welcome to the BizWell Podcast. It is Melissa Botello, and we are in week number nine of the shelter in place because of the COVID-19. And I'm looking and talking to all the working mamas and women all over the world that have already faced enormous amounts of pressures to juggle work and home. But now in week nine, most of you or all of you, it's just gotten 100% harder right? We have our kids at home. They're doing virtual classes. You've become a teacher. The entire family is under the same roof for 24-7. And you've added the second job as a school teacher. Wow, this is just incredible. It's just amazing to see so many strong women going through this right now. I myself have my teenager home with me, but I feel more so for all of those mamas, single mamas, uh, dads by themselves doing this, who are working. And this is a whole new level of stress and anxiety. So that's what we're talking about today in the Biswell podcast, bringing some stress relief. And we're going to give you some tips on making sure you are taking care of yourself. So speaking of relief, that's what we're breaking it down today. So we are bringing you some relief and how you can remember this in your everyday is think about the acronym RELIEF. And I'm going to tell you what RELIEF stands for in this acronym so you can remember how to take care of yourself. So just in case you're not a working mom, you still are a working lady, you're a boss lady, maybe you're taking care of your elderly parents. Regardless, this episode is for you. So let's dive into how we're talking about RELIEF. My son's home from college now, but the days when he was in elementary school seemed just like yesterday. I was a working single mom and those were some of the most challenging days I've ever experienced. Don't get me wrong, my son and my family are everything, but I know the challenges of single parenting and I can only imagine the struggles moms are facing now with their kids home and trying to be the teacher and do their regular day job and all the other things that come about caring for others. During this work at home phase, my day job has consumed with six to eight hours of meetings every day on Zoom primarily and so many times many of my colleagues are working mom moms of young children. And I've had the opportunity to observe their challenges and talk to them. And so so that's what got me thinking about doing this podcast. During one recent meeting, my colleague's daughter ran into the room. Now, mind you, she's actually in her daughter's room. They live in a two-bedroom. Her husband's working in the living room. She's working in her daughter's room. The kids are playing somewhere else. And so as she's working, her daughter runs into the room. I could see that my colleague was embarrassed. She was quickly quickly trying to mute herself and distract her daughter on the side. And I could just see her face. She looked embarrassed. She looked exhausted. And later that day, I texted her and I said, how are you? Are you okay? Question mark. And she replied, her reply back to me almost broke my heart. She said, quote, feels like I'm failing as a mom and I'm doing a shitty job at work. I'm exhausted. I have no patience right now. And I've been yelling at my kids constantly. Oh gosh, just tears came to my eyes and I just felt for her. Like, what can I do to help? And she's one of probably millions of parents that are going through this right now. As as I went on to call her later that afternoon, I couldn't even text her back. What am I going to say to that over text? Had to talk to her. So we chatted and I asked her, what have you changed at home or work since the quarantine started? And she said, well, what do you mean? So I said it again. I rephrased it a little bit and I've said, you know, what, what, what things have changed up other than your kids are home, you're homeschooling, what else have you changed? And she paused and she said, nothing really. I mean, I've just added more on. And so again, that's where this got me thinking about what can I share with the world and how we can get through this 
together. We're all probably taking on way more than we've ever had because maybe we'd go out to dinner or we would get takeout and we're not doing that as much now. We're focused on our finances and we're in the same house 24-7 and we can't go out and do things that we normally would do. And so again, I kept thinking to myself, what can she do to take some stress off? She has to take something off of her plate because she's just added so much on. So we went on to brainstorm some things. And that's what I'm going to share with you today. So again, we're talking relief, relief for you as a working mama, a single mama, a dad doing it on his own, whoever you are, a person taking care of your elderly parents, this episode is for you. So let's talk relief. We all know that putting our well-being must be high on the priority list. But during this time of COVID and such uncertainty, I know that all of us, including myself, have not always put ourselves first. So we're going to break this down, starting with the R in relief. So the first thing we have to do is rest and sleep, right? So R for rest. And that may be a power nap during the day when your kids are napping. That might be a an extra hour of sleep at night. But we tend to think of sleep as a time when the mind and body shuts down. But this is not the case. Sleep is an active period in which a lot of important processing, restoration, and strength occurs. This is key. Sacrificing our sleep in order to make more time for our to-do list or our work, you're actually hurting yourself and you're not going to be as productive at home or work or in general. When we get enough sleep, we will be so much more productive. It makes me think about the story of uh, Ariana Huffington. I'm not sure if you're familiar with her. She's founder of the Huffington Post, and she wrote a book on this. Uh, I've always ch- I've always been challenged with sleep deprivation or unable to sleep really well. And I read this, and it just shook me to my core and why it's so important. So I'll just quickly tell you her story. I think it was in 2007, uh, two years after she launched the Huffington Post, and she was deep into her doing it all period, working 18 hours a day, running from office to office office and speaking events. And she claims that she was extremely run down. So one day she was at her desk sitting, I think it was, and she collapsed at her desk. When she collapsed or passed out, she hit so hard, she broke her cheekbones and she woke up at a pool pool of blood. So after weeks of medical tests, you know, thinking if it was her heart or other issues, she was, she goes on to say how sad she was that her diagnosis was exhaustion and sleep deprivation. Oh my God. Could you imagine breaking your cheekbones because you were so exhausted? So anyway, if you're interested, you could go and read her. She's got a book called the sleep revolution and then thrive. I have that book thrive. I love it, but it just to the point how sleep is so important. And I know for myself, if I don't have a good night's sleep the next day, I feel like I'm just wasted. I can't do anything. I'm short. I'm impatient. I can't concentrate. So when you think of relief, what relief you need, you actually need sleep. So lesson here is when you think of relief or helping yourself self-care, the first thing that should come to mind is your sleep. Try forego going TV one night. Go to bed at eight when the kids go to bed. Forget about doing the dishes or all those other things. Try that 30-minute nap during the day, but whatever it takes, you need to rest and make sure you're getting proper rest and sleep. All right, that's number one under the R for relief. So number two, E in relief is for exercise. Now, again, some of us don't have time to exercise. We don't have our gyms anymore, but what you can do is move your body. It doesn't have to be a hardcore workout. It doesn't need to be 45 minutes. You just need to move your body. Schedule every day and your kids need it if they're at home with you too, right? So schedule PE on your calendar 
you're going to take your kids out. Uh, you can go jogging with them. You can take them for a walk. You can all ride bikes together. You could do a yoga class with the kids. Doesn't matter what it is. Think of exercise as just moving your body. Find at least 30 minutes every day. Put it on your calendar. Like I said, the kids need it as much as you do or your husband or your dog, but make time 30 minutes or more. And maybe even if you have to break it up, 15 minutes in the morning, 15 at lunch and 15 in the evening. And maybe the 15 minutes in the evening is you're getting your wine on and you're putting on your groovy music and you're dancing around the kitchen, but just move your body. That and the sleep are going to pay huge dividends. Move your body. Okay. The next one is L in relief. And this is the L is about the little ones in your life. Okay. So maybe if you don't have kids, they're older ones. And maybe you don't have little ones. Maybe you only have a significant other. But it's instilling help. And especially if you've got the kids, it's time to enlist the kids in helping with more chores and helping you with the load, regardless of their age. It's never too late to start to ha- having them help you. And it's a great uh, opportunity for them to build life skills and for you to help them. I remember when my son was about nine and I was working full time and single mother. And it was before my mother came to live in my community. So I really didn't have any help. And I would never want to reach out to my um, peers, moms in the neighborhood, because I couldn't reciprocate in the carpools and all that. So I always felt like I had to do it all on my own. And I remember this one day, my my son said, Mom, I don't have any clean clothes. Everything's dirty. As a working single mom, that broke. I felt like S-H-I-T. But then after I got over my feeling of or lacking of parenting and failure, I got focused on helping him to do his own laundry. So it started out, it would just be dump out. I'd tell him, dump out your hamper. Let's separate the clothes, put the whites in the t-shirts in one pile and the darks in the other. And then I could easily just scoop them up and throw them in. So it went from that. He started just separating them. And then it went to, um, what would we do next? I think we think I had him start at one point after we separate, he would put them in there, he would pour the soap, and then I would turn it on. So we went in little steps. But after a couple weeks or months, I don't even know how long it was, he was doing it all on his own. And there was no more, Mom, I don't have any clothes. He would just know as things got down to the bottom of the, of the basket and he didn't have enough genes, he would just go throw a load in. And part of me feels guilty this, to this day that I couldn't do it all, but we can't do it all. And you have to ask for help and it's okay with your kids, get them started with those chores. And they probably do chores now, but now that we're in quarantine, they need to step it up. You need relief. All right, so really, we're talking relief here. We went, we went through the R for rest and sleep. E is for exercise or just move your body it is for the little ones. You're gonna get the little ones to help you on more things around the house. Even if they already do chores now, they can do more. And the neck is I. So when you think of I, that's you, right? When was the last time you said I? I feel this. I'm hungry. I'm tired. And maybe you'd say it all the time and maybe you don't. Maybe you're you're saying those words in your head. You're talking to yourself about how you're exhausted. And you may, I feel resentful. I feel this, but you're not saying them out loud. So if you are, this will be part of the stress relief of just claiming your own feeling. And you don't have to do it nasty and bitchy. It can just be as simple as kids feel really tired right now. I need you to go play with your Legos while I rest on the couch for 15 minutes. Just start to express yourself with the I words. It takes the onus off of anybody else. You're not blaming anybody else. You're just claiming I. So I think it's okay. And I think if you haven't said I in a while, but you're saying it in your head, it's time to talk to the people around you and start claiming your feelings with I. It also just makes you feel better. It makes you feel better when others know what you're going through inside instead of keeping it 
all bottled in. So use the word I and claim your feeling. Next on the list of relief is the E. And we're talking expectations here. It is time for us to adjust our expectations for ourselves, for our family, for our work. And if you're expecting perfection from yourself and your family at this point, you are going to drive yourself into a breakdown. I love this quote by Brene Brown, and I'm sure I don't even need to introduce this amazing, wonderful woman. But in her book, The Gift of Imperfection, she describes this. This is Brene Brown now. Perfection is a self-destructive and addictive belief system that fuels this primary thought. Quote, if I look perfect, live perfectly, and do everything perfectly, I can avoid and minimize the painful feelings of shame, judgment, and blame. Wow. Okay. So the expectation is if your house was perfect before, if you dressed perfectly, if you did your hair and makeup perfectly, you got to start letting some of that go because we are in an unprecedented time. Never before have we been locked in our homes for two months at a time, having to work, homeschool our kids, not be able to go out. So it's time to change your expectations of you and everyone else. And I know it's super hard. One of my big triggers is clutter. I cannot stand clutter. I grew up in a home where both my parents appreciated things and stuff, and we had lots of stuff all over. And to this day, I get an adverse reaction when I see piles of magazines and clothes and purses. I just, I have to have it out. But I've started to loosen up a little bit because I'm driving myself crazy and everyone else around me. So what are your expectations? What have you been trying to keep perfect? What can you start to ease up on yourself and your family? And maybe it's even your work. Maybe it's you going to your boss and saying, listen, I'm struggling. I can't keep up with everything. You know, may I have some flexibility in my work schedule so I can take off two hours during the day to tend to the kids in my house? Like whatever that is, whatever the expectations are you. And I'm not saying we need to turn into slackers. If you're like me, you're an overachiever and we've got to get a lot of stuff done, but you need to start to look at some of these expectations that maybe you're trying for perfection and maybe you can just bring it down a few notches and that will take so much stress and relief for you if you could do that. So I would say again, expectations, take a look at those around your world that you've got really high expectations for. Like schooling, for instance, you know, if you're wanting your kids to do so many hours every week and they've got to do this and they got to do that, that might be an impossible bar to hold your kids to and yourself to at this point because they're not in their norm environment. And so the expectation for schoolwork might have to change a little bit. It's up to you, but it's something that will help relieve your stress. F. So this F is about flushing with water. Okay. I couldn't figure out any other way to tie in the F to relief, but this is it. Flush your body with water. Hydration and water is the easiest form of self-care. It doesn't take any work or effort. And has, what I what we started doing here is I have these uh, bottles. Uh, they're not necessarily like a wine bottle. They're like a, a water pitcher that you'd put on the table at night or when you had get multiple guests over. So I have multiple of these bottles and I have little name tags on them for Melissa, John, and Dominic. And I fill them up in the morning. Maybe I cut up some fruit or put a strawberry inside or whatnot, maybe some lemon. And then our goal is to have two of these a day. And so it's become even a little competition. You know, John wants to step out like mid-morning at 10 and say he's already finished one. But it really gets us focused on how much water we're drinking. And again, our goal is to drink uh, two of these per day. 
And so, you know, all of a sudden if it's three o'clock and I've only gone through half, I know that I'm way behind. It just helps us keep track of it. And again, it's so, so important. Hydration is the major effect on our energy level and our brain function. And don't we need that right now? We need energy and we need our brains firing to be able to do all these multiple jobs that we've not done before at one time at home. So again, and as a side note, drinking more water can help us either with weight loss or not gaining weight. Like most of us are sitting at home next to our refrigerator all day, right? It's so easy to walk over and grab something. So the more water you drink, the more it will help you maybe avoid going to the refrigerator next time. So I hope this relief, this uh, acronym will help you to remember all that we need to focus on right now during this time, rest and sleep, exercising and moving our bodies. I is using the I word to claim your feelings. It's okay to talk about, you know, I know as moms, like I never used to talk in front of my son about how I was feeling because I wanted him to see me as strong and he, I, he, I needed to be his anchor, but you know what? It's okay to say, it'll help them be able to express their feelings. If once in a while you say, I'm really tired or I had a really bad day. I need to go out for a 15 minute walk, you know, it, whatever it is. Just take baby steps with claiming your feelings and using the I word, readjusting your expectations, and then flushing your body with water and staying hydrated. So in summary, you, I'm talking to you, mama, wonderful woman, boss lady, single dad, whomever you are, whatever it takes, maybe just write out on a post-it note, relief. And so as you look at it, you've said to yourself, what have I done today to relieve myself? And maybe it's only one. Maybe it's the sleep. Maybe it's the move. Maybe it's L for the little ones. But whatever it takes, think about it and make sure that you are putting your well-being first. Because if you don't take care of you, then you can't take care of everyone else in your life. So I'm praying for you. I'm praying that you'll stay well healthy, and take care of yourself. So until next time, thank you for tuning into the Biswell podcast. I'd love to get the notes and the little uh, DMs of people who loved an episode. If you would, share this with a friend. I'm sure you've got somebody in your life that needs to hear this just as much as you did. So please share with a friend, tag them and tag me so I know. Have a great day. Stay healthy. Until next time, thank you for tuning in to the Biswell podcast.